911, what's your emergency? Uh, yes, I have just been in a terrible accident, and there is a ghost song version of me singing. Sir, where are you? I am in Seattle, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, are you lucid? Hold on, let me sing you a song from the 2000s. <laughs> I got a fast car. <laughs> oh, God, I love that song. <laughs> I love that song. So fucking good. So based on that opening, if you couldn't figure it out, we are covering the musical episode of Grey's Anatomy. I love when TV shows do musical episodes. Me too. And sometimes it is done incredible, like Buffy. Buffy did it. Buffy started it. Uh Buffy finished it. And then I think there are some in the middle, like Riverdale, that it's like ridiculous, but that world is so ridiculous that it fits in. You're like, okay. For me, they have to still feel like a musical and Riverdale is so campy. It works fantastically. Yes, I agree. And I was worried about doing this one because I think it really is pretty awful. I don't think it was successful. No, there were parts of it I was living for and really talented people in it and and some awesome, fun song choices that are very of the time. Like, when did this come out? This was... This was 2011. You know, these were like songs of 2011 that were playing everywhere and then also songs I've never fucking heard before. Okay, these are all songs that were on the show in pivotal moments. I feel like all of this started because Sara Ramirez has a gorgeous fucking voice. Holy shit, they do. And then the other characters try to sing here and there. There's a few though that I'm like, work, good for you. But Sara Ramirez, they are unbelievable and I had never made the connection that that's Broadway is Sara Ramirez. Yeah. Tony Award winner. Lady of the Lake. What a great fucking role. I love that show. Yeah. I feel like maybe if they had an episode where the hospital's putting on a cabaret (laughs) to raise money for awareness (laughs) for a disease. It almost makes it better. Yeah. And we'll get into it how they brought music into this world when we get into it, but it wasn't too successful. Well, and the Scrubs musical episode is kind of similar and I believe came out earlier, though of course is comedic and not dramatic. Although, you know, it had dark humor, Scrubs. It's kind of a similar thing, but it's a patient, not a main character, who has an accident and then everyone around her is singing to her. Um, do you know that Trey Compton, who portrayed <gasps> Wiggy Westy last episode? I did not realize we were disclosing that. Oh! <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, I did share his picture on Instagram. I guess he was covered. Oh, true. I was best man in his wedding and we did Guy Love. Oh my God, that's such a good song. From the Scrubs musical. The Scrubs musical episode kind of goes off. I've actually never seen the whole thing. Really? Did you not watch Scrubs? Not really. Oh, I loved that show. I haven't seen it in like over 10 years and I'm sure some of it does not age well, but oh, it has such good moments. Okay. Great guest appearances and the musical episode is great. Okay, I'm gonna look into it. Okay, so you have never seen an episode of Grey's Anatomy before. Not a single one. I have watched since, well, season two. It's now on season 18. That's insane. And there have been two spinoffs. What are the spinoffs again? The first spinoff was Private Practice. Oh. And that was Kate Walsh, the redhead who they bring in this episode. She had her own show and they brought her over for this episode. So she like moved to LA and started her own like working at a private practice. Audra McDonald <laughs> was on it and Tay Diggs. Oh, bitch. That's amazing. Uh-huh. And Audra McDonald and Tay Diggs were American 
married couple who divorced and Audra McDonald was her best friend and Kate Walsh starts sleeping with Tay Diggs. They fall in love. Wait, say it again. Audra McDonald is divorced from Tay Diggs? First episode of Private Practice, Audra McDonald and Tay Diggs just broke up and they like try to make it work, but they can't. And then Tay Diggs and Kate Walsh fall in love. Oh shit. But I'm upset at that. I want him to be in love with Audra McDonald. I know. Well, at the series finale of that show, they get back together. Oh my God, of course. <laughs> but there's this great scene where Audra McDonald walks in and sees them cuddling and she realizes what's going on. You're expecting like this big fucking blowout dramatic scene. And she just looks at them and goes, shame on you. <gasps> and that's how like they end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that into a meme. Yes. I love that. Like shame when somebody's, when someone's texting in the theater. Yeah. Shame on you. <laughs> When he says he doesn't eat ass. Shame on you. Shame. When you go down on him, but they don't go down on you. Shame on you. I need to watch that. Do they have a musical episode? Private practice? No. They fucking no, should. No, I think this was their first attempt and uh, I don't think it was a success. Yeah, I think they learned. <laughs> and then the second spinoff is the Firefighter Show, which is still on now. It's like on season six. What's that? Station 19. Oh, I don't know that I've heard of that. Station 19 comes on at eight o'clock and there's like an accident. And then that patient from that show goes on to Grey's Anatomy because they're the hospital. Are you joking? Uh-huh. So if you are the actor that books that role, you get to be in both it's a fucking two for one it doesn't happen every week it happens a lot they have crossovers all the time wow that's genius a great use of a guest star right that's cool i love how theatrical the shondaland universe is yes it's really ridiculous it would lend itself well to a musical to be honest but this is a weird version of that have you watched any of the shondaland shows because i've watched them all did you tip your toe in any i've never finished one i always get like halfway through the series and then like it goes absolutely crazy. I watched half of uh, How to Get Away with Murder, uh-huh. half of Scandal. Yep. Oh, I watched all but like two episodes of Bridgerton. Even with that, I was like, it's gotten too crazy already. I've gone on too many ups and downs with these characters. I know. But once I start something, I have to finish it. And here I am 18 years later, still watching <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Can you believe that? Do you think it'll ever finish? My guess is season 20 is going to be the last one. That's such a fucking epic record. 20 seasons. But then I'm like, they have this firefighter show that so many characters from the firefighter show are married or with people from Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah, they need to keep that going. So like if they stop Grey's Anatomy, I feel like all those people still have to be in that other world because oh, like true. it's their spouses. So I don't know what's going to happen. I think it'd be cool if they just kept doing like spinoffs of the spinoffs of the spinoffs and like everyone's in all of it and it's one massive universe. It's like fucking Marvel. I would be there for that. <laughs> you would watch all of them. I love it. Okay, okay. Who do you feel being a first time watcher? Who do you relate to? Who would you think you would be drawn to as oh a character? God. Okay, well, there's so many fucking hot, gorgeous people. So when I'm feeling myself and feeling hot and gorgeous, I'm every woman. I'm every man in oh. this too, because they're all so fucking beautiful. Okay. I quite like um, the main character, whose name is Callie, who is played by Sarah Ramirez, because mm-hmm. the only version of her I saw was her weird coma-induced visions. And that's kind of cool of her that like I just saw this weird dream version of her and she was fun and singing and shit, dramatic. 
I love Callie. She's off the show now, but she was one of my favorite characters. Saw Ramirez, who's in the new Sex in the City um, oh, reboot coming out. No way. Are you going to watch that? I'm a little like, I need Samantha. Oh, I'm definitely watching it. I can't. I, are you kidding me? I bet it's still going to be great. I don't know. It doesn't feel right. The second one was so bad. Why are we getting a third? I know. With no Samantha? You know, I know. But you know what? She didn't want to do it. It was her choice. I got to respect that. I respect it, but then it should not have been made. (laughs) I know, but I do want more. I love those (laughs) characters. I want to see Steve again. (laughs) I don't want to see them like still having the same young drama as older people. Do you know what? That's the way I'm here for it. If they actually mature them to their ages not that you have to be like mature but like i can't watch carrie and big continue to break up every five years you know what i mean i know not in their 70s they're not that old that's terrible they're 70s no, they're not <laughs> i think they're yeah 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 listen i think he's in his 60s mr big he is in his 60s okay i don't want to see i don't know for sure 60 year olds like being right. messy i want to see them being sexy and wise listen i'm actually re-watching the series to prepare myself oh, for the new one good for you. And Carrie's kind of atrocious. Oh yeah, completely. When she gets mad at Mr. Big because he doesn't want to bring Carrie to church with his mother, he just wasn't ready for that. And then she goes to the church in disguise in a big hat (laughs) and drops the Bible and causes a big fucking scene. That's insane. I don't remember this episode. You're telling it to me and I'm shocked by it. I couldn't believe she was doing this. Insane. And then they haven't even been together for that long. It's only season one it was like a nine episode season and she's like tell me i'm the one and he's like no not yet (laughs) (laughs) i think so often about like how formative all these types of shows were between that and sorry to drop therapy on you but seeing my parents looking back oh my god i did some weird shit in my early 20s because this was the example i saw right these tv characters that we idolized i didn't i was like well carrie would have done that and it's put on this pedestal because she's glamorous okay so you you see yourself more as a Callie. You know, I don't feel like I really got to know that many personalities other than hers. So it's hard to say. I would like to think of myself as the person that gets to fuck McSteamy. And she's also oh super beautiful. Oh my god. He's just so oh. beautiful. He's just an amazing looking yeah. person. He's unreal. Have you watched, um, well, I'm so sorry. I can't remember that actor's name. They call him McSteamy, but he was in Burlesque, which we covered, but then he's in... Eric Dane, Eric Dane. Oh, that's it. Euphoria he's in. It's so beautiful and terrible, and that show is a trip. Have you watched it? I need to watch that. No, I feel like we read on my alley. Yeah, oh my God. It's really like dramatic and touching and stylistically gorgeous. It's amazing. Isn't Zendaya in it? Yeah, I love Zendaya. I love Zendaya. Okay, so should we get into the episode? But I want to know who you see yourself as. Okay, I used to see myself as Meredith, the like the main character. She was messy in the younger years oh. and kind of like slept around and like had issues and stuff. And now she's like together and has three kids. Oh. So I don't really relate that side to her but i feel like i was a younger meredith i knew she was the main character because i know who ellen pompeo is so gorgeous holy crap Uh but then when i watched this episode and i was like where the fuck is she she was in it for like five seconds i feel like her husband um what's his name mcdreamy mcdreamy and christina sandra O. they're like we're not fucking singing (laughs) yeah was that it i think that was absolutely it ellen pompeo does like a little bit tiny in like how to stay alive yeah how to save a life oh no 
no, but she did the, the sexy song too where they're all fucking. Yeah, but the other two like had no part of it. Like they were like, we're not singing. That was probably a good move on their part. But then it's weird because McDreamy is in Enchanted. Does he sing in that? I can't remember. No, that's the whole thing. He doesn't sing, oh. remember? And then when he finally sings that little line at the end, it's like, oh. Oh, I really need to revisit that. I don't really remember the plot that well. And I know we're getting a sequel. We are getting a sequel. I love that movie. Yeah. Okay, I'm intrigued now. So I feel like I should set up how the previous episode ends leading up to this. Okay, yeah, totally. Okay, so Callie is driving in the car with her girlfriend, Arizona Robbins. I hate that that's her name. I know. Arizona. She's bisexual. She slept with her best friend, McSteamy, and they got pregnant. So she's pregnant with her best friend's baby and she is driving with her girlfriend and Arizona asks her to marry her and then immediately after they hit a truck and she goes flying through the windshield and that's like how it ends it's so upsetting to think about your doctors being this messy i know like that love triangle i know you would never find yourself in that position that's not even the half of it oh my god of course these shows are out of control i can't stop watching them (laughs) this is the universe you belong in (laughs) i know Listen, these doctors have, there's been an active shooter in the hospital killing the doctors. because That's really bad. <laughs> he blamed the doctors for killing his wife. So he came in and shot up the hospital, killed people. Oh my God. They were in a plane crash. Arizona, <laughs> the doctor who proposes, she loses a leg in a plane crash. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> there is a oh bomb. No. A person comes in with a bomb in their stomach and Meredith <laughs> holds the bomb inside the body by accident. Yeah! <laughs> this is why I know I always stop watching these shows. That is it's not insane. right. Like I stopped watching Scandal when she got kidnapped by militants in oh Iran. Oh my god. Yeah. I can't. She's like a political fixer. Why would they do this? Oh, it was because she was the president's love interest. Okay, because wait. The yeah. President it's because their love loves her. Yeah. <laughs> Scandal was hot, not going to lie. Oh, it was so oh, I loved hot. watching Olivia Pope and President Fitzgerald fuck in the Oval Office. And I love Millie. Mil- she was my favorite. Great Millie, character. Right? Was it Millie or Melly? Millie? Millie. Millie. It might have been Melly. I think it's Melly. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, she was my favorite. She was kind of the Kate Walsh of they're like kind of similar. Interesting. Because Meredith and Derek date the whole first season, and then the season one finale ends with Kate Walsh. We've never seen her before. She struts in wearing all Prada, and Meredith and Derek are standing there, and she goes, So you must be the woman who's screwing my husband. And that's how the first season ends. You're like Oh my God. Wow. (laughs) The first like three seasons are incredible television. It's just great drama. It's like a modern soap opera. Yeah. There's also a storyline where a character is not on anymore. Her husband dies. Catherine Heigl, right? Catherine Heigl, she starts seeing him again and she starts fucking and they have like ghost sex. Oh my God. And she won't like leave her room and they're like, are you okay in there? She's like, yeah, I'm busy. And she's fucking having ghost sex. Like she's orgasming. I would do that. And climaxing. Can we blame her? 
finds out she has a brain tumor <gasps> and she's just imagining that he was there. Oh my God. She starts fucking this ghost and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? That's like season five or six and like people dropped off then. Wow. There's like peaks, like it goes up and down. And that was like the first low point where a bunch of people were like, yeah, I'm gonna have to bounce. This is getting fucking weird. Well, I remember like always hearing things about Katherine Heigl being like, I really need to get out of this contract because she was like such a star. I do think it was smart of her to get out. I think people did to her kind of what they do to Samantha for Sex in the City. I think she just stands up for herself a little and she gets a bum rap sometimes. I actually, I totally agree with that. And I think that's fucked up. Who cares? She doesn't want to do it. Why does she have to? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. So we pick up in the episode and Callie is through the fucking windshield. Arizona is like all bloody. She's like, what the fuck? And then Callie looks up and she sees, I don't even know what to call it. Ghost Callie? Song Callie? Yeah, like figment of her imagination, hallucination, ghost. It, it's the Wiggy Westy of Grey's Anatomy. Exactly, Wig. She sings the first line of the old original theme song that's not there anymore. And you're like, what is going on? I think because they chose all of these songs that have just been in the show before, it was so weird because none of them are written with musical acting in mind and none of the lyrics ever mean anything. They're all just like pretty poetic no. drama lyrics so we're just watching music number after music number that has zero intention because the songs are not conducive to acting and they're like let's waste time chasing cars and they're all like crying i'm like what is going on right now yeah, like, what, are what are you, you talking crying? about like, talking about it's like they're speaking <laughs> another language like all those words actually mean something else it's like Cirque du Soleil, like when they speak gibberish, but it's with emotion. That's like what this is. But okay, Sarah Ramirez sounds incredible. This is a musical episode kind of from hell, but we get to listen to this incredible voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. From the very start. At least like the main star of it is so fucking talented. Callie is dying basically on the fucking windshield. She starts singing and then we rush to the doctors in surgery. They're all freaking out. I didn't really know if this was like a main character, main character. So I was like, maybe this is a random woman. But but then I realized like, oh, they all love Callie. She's connected to a lot of people. Yeah, and in a lot of weird ways. Immediately, McSteamy's like, that's my baby, which I didn't realize she was pregnant till then. So I was like, whoa, it's just layer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't give you any backstory. I threw you right in. I was like, let's just watch this. <laughs> I think anybody who loves musicals should watch these random musical episodes. Even if you don't know the show at all, they're very interesting. Should we do one that neither of us have ever watched? Oh, for and sure. just try to figure out what's going on in the show? Absolutely. <laughs> and like don't look anything up yeah i hope a really complicated show has a musical episode i know like like um west wing <laughs> show must have been on in like 15 years oh i've never the seen west it west wing i didn't know i didn't know it was over with rob lowe <laughs> Stalker Channing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> the so, West Wing uh, musical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a code green, people. I need all hands on deck. Nurse, can I get the bong, please? The the lighter next. Now slowly hand over the weed. No, not the indica. Sativa. Okay, perfect. It's time to have a smoke break, people. Oh yeah, okay, so they're all fucking freaking out that Callie's been hurt, but then all the other doctors are saying to uh, McSteamy that he can't help with 
Callie's injuries or anything. And this is fucking life-threatening, mind you, because he has a personal connection to her. So that's like a big obstacle in this episode. She's carrying his baby, but they're also like best friends. He says that a lot. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for him. Is their relationship cute? Their relationship is so cute. And like in the beginning, they would just kind of fuck each other every now and then. That's hot. Like they were kind of friends with sex. They never like were in love or like really dated, but they had like such a playful. They were both a little messed up. So they both kind of understood each other. I love that. Can I give you a spoiler alert? Wait, oh, yeah. oh my God. The plane crash where Arizona <laughs> lose her leg. Is that after or before this? After. McSteamy and the girl who loves him both die in the plane crash, like holding each other's hands. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> These shows drive me crazy. Everything terrible that can happen to these people happens to them. Uh-huh. That's why at one point in this episode, we get Meredith just like, why is God so fucked up? Why? Oh, not, she doesn't say God. I'm sorry. She says the universe, Um, which is like the yeah. same thing, basically. Like, why does all this bad stuff happen to us? And you're just sitting there like, I don't know, because this amount of bad things is intense. Well, and when they're joking and calling it Seattle Grace Mercy Death, because everyone dies. So they're all waiting outside and the ambulance finally shows up they're pulling Callie out blood in her mouth and like injury she's like I hear music I'm like, why are you telling him that? Uh, and that's when we get our first full song, which is Chasing Cars. If I lie here, if I just lay here. <laughs> Do you like this song? I love this song. I think I like it, but ironically. Yeah. You know, I feel like at this time, the other song that came out that was kind of like it, that I liked more was... Give a minute, why don't we go someplace we can talk about arena? I feel like they came out around the same time, and I was more into that one. That song was beautiful. That was a, a British group. I can't remember what they were called. Keen. Talk about it somewhere. That's it. Only we, we know. know. Oh, that's such a lovely song. That was on Grace, too. That was like one of the first seasons when they're like coming out of the hospital and it's like why wouldn't they use that i don't know this? grace has a great soundtrack like they have really good music it sounds like it so this is pretty much them leading her down the hallway and on all the doctors kind of taking a verse of this song. There's some that sometimes sound amazing and sometimes sound like shit. And one is Sandra O's husband. Every once in a while, I'd be like, oh, good for you. Yeah. But most of the time I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah. He sings a lot. He sings a lot. And it's pretty much the same volume and energy, no matter what it is. It's always kind of <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's giving orders. He's <laughs> it's not great. It's a bit Pierce Brosnan-y. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, chasing cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, bitch. When you're gone, <laughs> how can I even try? <laughs> Somewhere only we know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that's good. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) We get a lot of dramatic lines that really kill me. And this is kind of like the first one. And oftentimes it's like to themselves. And it's just like about the drama. And it's like they're taking Callie away and Arizona, her lover is there, her girlfriend who just now fiance, I guess, because she proposed. And she's like, I asked her to marry me. And the truck came out of nowhere. Commercial. (laughs) Drama. Yeah. And you're like, what a ridiculous lie. She was in shock. So they are in the surgery and 
everyone's like trying to like get the blood in and, and fix the baby and everyone's frantic and, and get the blood in and oh when the doctor yells is like everyone take a step back and just breathe and that leads us to lexi singing breathe and i think this is one of the better songs i think she sounds yeah. good this is a great song, period. Yeah. I love this song. I think they could have had her take a moment and sing Breathe and it still would have had the same effect if we didn't have that silly line of him going, no, everyone just breathe first. Like, <laughs> I didn't think we needed that. <laughs> it's almost like they should have chosen to be a little more specific in the dialogue. Like, they didn't need to give us lead-ins to every song, but they needed to just, like, fill in some gaps because the songs don't tell the story at all. Uh-huh. They're just, like, moods. Right. And um, so this one's like... Like the mood of them all being like, I just need to breathe to save my friend. Yeah. But they're doctors. Like they're trained to do this. So I don't know why they're like losing their minds. I mean, I know it's their friend. It's different, but you got to work under pressure. They've got, they've got a ton of anxiety, these people. Yeah. So Lexi, she sounds beautiful. Um, and she was dating Mark slow mcsteamy and then she she was dating him first and then she found out he had like a teenage daughter and she was like i don't want to do this and they broke up and then they got oh. back together and then he got sarah ramirez pregnant and she was like i can't believe you did this to me again and they broke up so she really does love him and like i said they do die together in a plane crash but um oh my god <laughs> that's what a happy ending is in shondaland yeah her you know comforting him during the song is like a big deal too because she still loves him even though right she wasn't ready to you know have a kid around this is also another great dramatic pair of lines he's like you don't have to be in here you know i know you hate me oh and he's crying and he looks so hot crying oh God. and she's just like i don't hate you but like they have to squeeze it in because the song comes right back in so it's like super quick she's like i don't hate you just breathe <laughs> yeah 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 and like nothing else that's the only things they say to each other <laughs> yeah and then she's just comforting him, like rubbing his back, like, just breathe. Yeah. Like, girl, <laughs> stop. <laughs> They bring in this fucking helicopter. Wow, production value, Miss Saigon. And this hot red doctor comes out because she's the best of the best. And that is the girl from private practice, correct? Yes. And the blonde doctor doesn't know how to handle the situation for some reason. Like they had to come up with a reason to call Addison Kate Walsh right. in. Yeah, she's like, I'm in over my head. They have like one conversation where they're like, what's your plan, doctor? Because another huge drama is, will Callie live? Will the baby live? Will one? One of them live and not the other and if so which one um and everyone has strong feelings about it and because of that it seems like this blonde doctor is unable to make a plan yeah is that she, correct she was only on for like one season like she wasn't even a main cast member she was she was Weird. like used to date somebody and then she left but yeah so for some reason she couldn't handle <laughs> it <laughs> you're like what's my character objective um just to be a love interest for about six to eight episodes yeah no you know what happened she was on the show as a new character and then she left to do the charlie angels reboot tv show because she thought that was gonna oh. be i mean she was one of three angels so i guess that's pretty fucking cool but it fucking bombed oh wow i don't even remember that listen you don't leave a shonda show if you get on the shonda show you ride it as long as you can because they're not ending no exactly at that point you're like i'm on a soap this is it yeah i'm in phantom i'm in the ensemble and all i do is masquerade exactly that's the kind of life i'm trying to manifest they call in kate walsh who's 
who's also a dear friend of Callie's. But I don't even know why they brought her into this musical episode if she wasn't going to sing. It's just like another element. She was barely in it also. And then all the attendings are gathering around, trying to come up with a plan. They're all fighting. And this is when Owen, the doctor, yells, is like, calm down. (laughs) He does sound like that. (laughs) Ethel Merman. (laughs) How we operate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. And then he starts a song that I don't know. It's called How We Operate. I feel like they only put it in because it had a theme of a hospital in the title and they thought they could get it into the storyline somehow. <laughs> it's not catchy. It, there's not even a... Me- no, it's not a good song. There's not a good tune to it. And then he's he starts singing it and it's so insignificant, the song, that they pan out. And this is where it gets weird because the singing is supposed <laughs> to be happening in Callie's head. She's seeing everyone sing. <laughs> but like Callie's down the hall and we're watching all these doctors sing and then the camera pans out to the next room where three other doctors are having a conversation like a normal conversation watching the other room where they're all still singing but like low volume so we can't hear it it was so weird it's almost like we're going in between her hallucination and what's the reality it's disorienting though you have to kind of pick one or the other i feel are we in like a kind of magical universe or like are these just people i know and like why even have them all those other characters learn that song if you were just gonna zone it out and go to another scene. And the other scene they go to is like terrible. McSteamy and is this the right scene? No, it's it's the three of them talking about the death of the hospital and how everyone dies. It's that scene. Oh, fuck, you're right. And it was kind of inconsequential. Yeah, I was funny. It was weird. It was weird. That guy was just like, everyone dies. Well, he's not wrong. Another guy got hit by a truck. That was a storyline too. Who got hit by a truck? T.R. Knight. I don't know who that is. It's a cool name though. He was on for the first couple of seasons. He was on the show from day one. His nickname was 007 because he he killed his first patient. And... Oh, no. There's one finale where they're dealing with this person who comes in. He got hit by a bus and they're all bloody. And at the end of the episode, the patient grabs Ellen Pompeo's hand and spells out 007 in the hand. And she's like, it's George. It's George. And he died. (laughs) And it was their friend. Oh, my God. It was the doctor at the hospital. No one knew it was him because he was all bloodied up and his face is all mangled. And that was Sal Ramirez's ex-husband. Oh, my God. so out of control like saying all this together it's just like so fucking nuts absolutely (laughs) out of control these poor people yeah they've been through it okay okay and then we get to the scene with mcsteamy and arizona fighting and they're fucking evil to each other it gets worse throughout the episode even arizona and Callie were together and then arizona left to take a job somewhere else for a little bit. She went to Africa to do something for like six months. And that's when Callie and Mark hooked up. And then like one day Arizona was like, I made a mistake. And she showed up at Callie's doorstep and she was like, I want you back. And then Callie was pregnant. Oh my God. (laughs) So Arizona like didn't want, like she's all on board for the baby now, but like it wasn't her plan to have Mark in their lives. And it wasn't, you know. Well, she shouldn't have gone away. I know. So they have this fight. She says something. He's like, no, I'm the dad. He's like, you're nothing. You have no part of this. Oh God. When he says you're nothing, it's to stake through 
through her heart. It's a stake through my heart. Like, and it's like a little hot. It's so insulting, and he's so hot that you're like slightly horny. Yeah, is that just me? No, I was horny. <laughs> I was horny the whole time. There's probably a porn of this. Everything that happens is a little bit of sexiness to it. So then, Doctor Bailey, they're fighting in the hallway, and she shuts the door, so Callie can't hear that, and she goes into a song called <laughs> "Wait," which I thought was a beautiful song. I like that one. I mean, I've never heard it before, but it was pretty. I wrote, this song is nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. So (laughs) then we come back. I think this is the fucking weirdest moment of the whole thing. It's the weirdest, but it's my favorite part. Oh, it is. It also probably was good to you because all the couples were together. So it kind of showed you who was fucking who, which is probably helpful. Yeah. And they were all like really hot combinations. I was like, work. So it starts off with Callie in Arizona in their car, but the clouds are in the sky, like the grease car. So they let you know, like right away, it's like a dream and they recreate the last scene from the previous episode. And then Callie's like, we're going to crash. And then they kind of just like go into this peppy upbeat song called Running on Sunshine. And then from there, we leave the dream car scene and go to all the couples who were frantic about Callie 15 minutes ago. Now they're all at home fucking (laughs) each other, ripping off each other's clothes. Could you fuck at a time like this? If my best friend was like dying and their baby, I don't think I'd, yeah, I don't think I'd be like, are you trying to fuck? My pussy would be closed for business. It'd be dried up. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my Freaking pussy. Out. Yeah. Uh, not tonight. <laughs> my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking going for it. They're not doing fucking missionary in bed. They're knocking over tea kettles in their kitchen. Like just can't stop. Like have to fuck in front of the fridge. I mean, they fuck in the hospital a lot, but these people aren't even fucking in the hospital. They all went home. They're all changing and like <laughs> eating and shit. Except Meredith and McDreamy. And that's where we get the tiny bit she sings. Yeah. And her just looking fucking gorgeous in scrubs. I think she's so beautiful. Wait, do you know who's on Grey's Anatomy right now this season is? Um, no idea. Other star from Brigadoon. I mean, um, not Brigadoon. No, no, burlesque. Oh. <laughs> not burlesque, not Brigadoon. <laughs> Peter. Peter Dinklage? No, that's not him. <laughs> No, um, Peter, Peter Gabriel. Peter no, not Peter Gallagher. Gabriel. Oh, Peter Gallagher. 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 Peter Gallagher. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Jesus Christ. Peter Gabriel. Fuck, girl. Peter Gallagher. That's the father, son, and holy spirit. Yeah, we knew it was Peter. <laughs> yeah, Peter. He's in what? He's in what? Wait, what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> what is Peter Gallagher in? He's in burlesque. No, but <laughs> what Shonda show? Like oh, what? It was a spinoff. New, he's on Grey's Anatomy this season. Oh, that's cool. He came on this new current season. He is a doctor in Minnesota who has Parkinson's and is oh, no. wants to steal Meredith Grey from Seattle to come to his hospital to cure Parkinson's. Oh my God! Do you think they're planning for Ellen Pompeo to leave? And that's what her story will be? I mean, uh, I don't know. I always feel like they're setting up for an ending and then they just like, the cat came back the very next day. It's like, (laughs) it's like, okay, season 24. Here we go. So Derek wakes Callie up to check 
her responsiveness Mm -hmm. to see how she's doing and it's not looking too great mcdreamy's nervous to tell mcsteamy like how she's doing because he knows that's like it's a difficult conversation to have to patients it's difficult when it's like your friends and family i really like this next bit where callie's fucking bleeding out so they're taking her to the or and then her real body is on the stretcher and they're like pushing it along but then singing mystical dream callie is kneeling on it just singing no she's like straddling her dead body (laughs) as they wheel her through the hospital she's riding it like a pony it was extremely trippy it was a little trippy you like that eh yeah it was striking i actually like this song and it's familiar but i can't think of it now do you know this song grace it's called grace this is when they're rushing her to the ER. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't know that's what it was called. <laughs> yeah. There's a little song before this when Arizona is just like coming over Callie's body and that's the universe of you. And then they start taking her to the ER and that's Grace. Yeah. That's when she's straddling her. Wow. And it's your name. That's the one you loved. How crazy is that? I know. It's like a sign. It's completely a sign. Hey, it's smoke break time. But are you not puff puff passing? In the words of Audra McDonald, shame on you. We finally get How to Save a Life, which is the song I most identify with. Grey's Anatomy. I feel like that was all the ads. Yeah, it was everywhere. It was in a pivotal moment of the show, but I can't remember what it was. I think this sounds really bad though. (laughs) Even people who sang well before, I was like, whoa, what are you doing? I don't know if it's because it's like all of these people who kind of sing different styles or if it's like the actual blending, the audio, it just doesn't sound good together. When they all sing together, it's just like- Cacophony. It's just rough. Yeah, it's rough sounding. There's no blending, nothing blends. It's just a bunch of voices. And it was weird as well, because in the number, they're trying to do surgery or, or something with Callie, and they all have masks on as well. So I have a hard time even telling who anybody is. You can't see their mouths. So you're like, who's singing? Who's feeling this? They all look the same right now. Like, what's going on? Yeah. They deliver the baby. The baby has a heartbeat. It's preemie. Oh, yeah, it's tiny. It's super small, but it's doing okay. It's teeny. And who helps, who steps in to help out but McSteamy and Arizona, who were both told they weren't allowed to. They both relaxed and then came in and saved the day. Mostly Arizona. Yeah, they do come in to the rescue and they have a nice moment where um, Mark tells her, you're not nothing. Just bare minimum. (laughs) Yeah, and they kind of have a beautiful moment and they were both just angry and upset and were feeling all the emotions. Yeah, and he's like, listen, we're a mom and dad now to a baby together. And they are, and that's kind of beautiful. Yeah, and they wind up having a beautiful friendship and they all have a great relationship until the plane crash. Oh no. Wait, does <laughs> does Arizona die in the plane crash? Oh no, he dies. He dies. Oh no, that baby's going to grow up without their dad. Uh-huh. That's terrible. They're going to have a lot of more bad shit happen to them though. Listen, McDreamy's dead too. Really? Yeah, he dies in a car crash. Oh my God, they need to step out of automobiles and, and flying things. You know what I mean? No vehicles for them. If someone is on season two of Grey's Anatomy and like just started watching and listen to this podcast, they're gonna go and fucking murder me. Cause I've said like <laughs> Everything. 24 spoilers. Well, they're all more absurd than the last. So they still won't see him coming. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh. Okay. And the Meredith has her freak out here. And she, yes. and she says, I can't get pregnant. And I was so jealous of Callie yesterday when we were all at her baby shower, which is also a crazy fact that they were at her baby shower. She was driving back from it. Her girlfriend, 
proposed to her and then she got in this terrible accident and now she's delivered the baby prematurely. Yeah. That's been 24 hours for this girl. Yeah. Bless. And then Meredith's like, I can't get pregnant. I was jealous of her. Now this is what happened to her. Fuck the universe. Yeah, she's pissed. Yeah, I love this. She winds up having three kids though, Meredith. Oh, good for her. After McDreamy dies, the show fast forwards a year. Like Meredith left and no one knew where she was or something and she comes back and she has a baby. Oh my God. So she's on the show without McDreamy. Yeah, she's on the show without McDreamy. She still hasn't found someone. They did it well. Like they didn't rush her into another relationship. She's like slowly dating people, but nothing is really. So she's a single mom of three? Yes. Wow, holy shit. She's busy and she's a doctor. But her sisters live in the house with them. Oh, like Derek's witches. sister and her sister. Yeah, and the three of them raised their kids together. That's very touching. Okay, then we're kind of into our um climax, which <sighs> is Brandy Carlisle's The Story. They sound this incredible. This is like all the promos. This was everywhere, this song. I really love this song. Sarah Ramirez just goes for it, vibing, feeling all the feels. It's kind of a high point for like three minutes straight. I'm here for it. It was a great way to end the show. Yeah, strutting around the hospital. She's singing this. She's looking at Mark for a little bit. She goes to see the baby a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh. She goes back to her room where Arizona is like around her body and she's like banging on the thing of her bed the side of her bed to the B at the end of the number she grabs her her feet dead, her legs yeah song Callie grabs injured Callie's legs and that wakes Callie up and she's like yes and yeah. Arizona's like what she goes I'll marry you <laughs> and, and that's the episode honestly I was fucking living for the ending though this crazy insane once in a lifetime thing happened and by the end of the episode not only is she good not only has she had her baby but she's accepted the proposals of marriage yeah it's beautiful and they get married and then they get divorced and then they get back together they both <laughs> left the show <laughs> in what timeline does her leg come off I think the plane crash is like in the next couple of seasons, if not this one. And and then when do they get divorced? Soon after, because she loses her leg and Arizona goes to like a dark place. Right. And they, oh, one of them cheats. Oh no. Yeah. I can't remember what exactly breaks them up, but they divorce and then Callie leaves the show. Aww. And then Arizona decides to exit a few years later. And her storyline was her deciding to move to New York where Callie is wherever Callie has to move there and it's like they don't say it but it's like they're gonna get back together right in all of our imaginations I really enjoyed watching this you can watch it on Netflix as a person who's never seen Grey's Anatomy there's a lot to unpack and that's kind of fun maybe we should do the Scrubs one next because I've never seen it and you have oh let's do that and Scrubs is also a hospital show so that's kind of fun they're both you know like a similar vibe yeah I love it I love that so next time we do this we'll do that yeah, we're gonna fucking cover every TV musical one day. You bet your ass. Do you have any other questions about Grey's Anatomy? Since you're probably never gonna watch it. Is there anything else you want to know about the characters? <laughs> Only if they do more musical episodes, then I'll totally watch it. I don't think that's happening. Well, let's play Fuck, Mary Kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everyone is like the babeliest person on the planet. I'm going to give you not McSteamy because I know he'll always be the one anyone would choose to fuck. But I'm going to give you like other total hotties. I'm going to give you the ginger guy who's bad at singing that's married to Sandra Oh. He's fucking hot. Uh, McDreamy, for sure. 
classic and that hot biracial guy what's he's with we didn't talk about oh him. jackson avery he's with lexi he's beautiful i would sleep with jackson avery yeah same i'd probably kill owen because his singing is just like too much and i would marry mcdreamy oh uh, he is like a husband material i'm gonna um give you girl hotties if that's okay oh yeah i'm gonna give you callie i'm gonna give you Ellen Pompeo and I'm gonna give you Lexi Gray who sings Breathe. Oh, they're all like the hottest people alive. I know. Good luck. I would marry Meredith. I would fuck Callie and I would kill the girl who sang Breathe because I'm not trying to say I think I'm as hot as her because she's unbelievably gorgeous, but she has like the uh -huh. same coloring and everything as me and sometimes that weirds me out. You'd be one of those people who like date or fuck people that look like them. That's so weird. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are like that and part of me gets it because like if given the chance I would fuck myself just to see. You would. Just to see. To see what? What it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I would want to have sex with myself. I'd want to interview myself. Oh, what would you ask the actor studio? Like, what's your favorite curse word? Yeah, it would be fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what would you ask yourself? What was your favorite moment in life? Aww. <laughs> <laughs> We're going off the fucking rails. Okay. <laughs> You would tell you and you'd be like, oh my God, good answer. Right. And if you were trying to fuck yourself though, like you would lean in to kiss and then the other you would do the same thing. You'd be like, oh my God, I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it would be awkward because you'd both go to the same way to kiss and you'd be like, oh, oh. Oh, that sounds nice to me. Okay. <laughs> Glass half full. Okay. Thank you for um, making me watch this. <laughs> thank you for watching I never it. would have. This last 15 minutes is so weird. I can't wait to listen to this. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I got really messed up today. It just hit. I feel great. Yeah. I'm going to sleep like a baby. Yeah. Up every two hours crying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's my dad's joke. I love it. <laughs> okay. Thank you for taking a chance on this ridiculous episode. Hell yeah. No regrets. No regrets. I realized at the end of every episode, I'm like, that was a blast. Thanks for doing that. That was a blast. <laughs> Did you notice that too, bitch? You knew that too? No, to be honest, now that you've okay. said it, I have. We wrap it up. So here, this is us wrapping it up. I know. I just need to think up other ways to wrap up things besides, what a blast. Thanks for coming. That was a blast. How about <laughs> like, that was a jolly good time. That was a hoot. <laughs> um, anyway, please like, review, subscribe, follow, um, all of the above. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? all of that. What are you going to do? <laughs> Since I got a little too stoned, I'm going to go chill and fall asleep with my contacts in. When you're done with that, you should just keep chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, girl. Love you. Bye. High Flying Adored is hosted by us, Mikey and Grace. It's produced by us, Grace and Mikey. Special thanks to Andy Mowat for our kick-ass theme song. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're streaming this on. While you're at it, please follow our Instagram, High Flying Adored. That's flying with no G. Email us at highflyingadoredpodcast at gmail.com. We, we love, love you. you. We love you. Thanks for listening. We love you.